the Own Your Intuitive podcast is for the creatives, spiritual entrepreneurs, and light workers in the world. The shining ones who have been told to dim their light and stop believing in magic. I say screw that. The time to rise is now to bring your gifts out into the world in a big way, creating a business that feeds your soul and your bank account. You are a magical being with the potential to change the world, one human at a time. The time for you to own your intuitive is now. Hello, magical humans. Welcome to the Own Your Intuitive podcast. I'm Tamara Arnold, and today we are on our second last chakra of the series about what is going on in your energy system during this incredibly powerful mind-shifting, body-shifting, energetic isolation called COVID-19. And it's been an interesting journey to walk through the chakras because when this isolation began, I mean, truthfully, did I know that we would be able to get through all the chakras during it or not? I don't know, but it just led to the fact that we are still in isolation as we have been for seven weeks and we are now on the third eye which is right smack dab in the middle of your forehead. Now, this is a very powerful chakra. This is probably my favorite in the sense that it is our communication with spirit. It is how we have like a dial up phone modem in our minds that just says, beep, beep, boop, boop. And we're calling, we're calling spirit from, okay, sound effects make everything better. And we're calling spirit in the sky. And again, like, please utilize your version of what is here. You could be calling the universe. You could call greater intelligence, God, Allah, Buddha, like whomever, any ascended masters, goddesses, whomever it is that you aspire to, Krishna, uh, Maeve, Jesus, who this is the time in the moment where we have the capacity to allow in the messaging by whomever is offering it to us. You know, sometimes when I began my process of, you know, receiving information, it was coming through angels. And so I could feel the angel energy and the angel's presence as they were the ones that were guiding me into my awakening and guiding me into this understanding, this knowing of the fact that I'm a channel and that I can receive messages from spirit and I can support people through um, reading the energy and the chakras. But it was angels that were the first touch that I felt. And when I trusted the angels, then uh, you know, ascended masters come through, uh, my spirit guides, other people's spirit guides. I felt God's presence a couple times, mostly my higher self. And I understand that, but there is definitely a God energy. Let me tell you when I'm touched by God in a particular message, I'm just like, it brings me to tears, knocks me on my knees. Um, it's that powerful. And so in our third eye, that is our capacity to connect and receive information from the source creator of our choosing. So what happens is oftentimes the channel of receiving this information, which is our mind, oh, the humanness that we are, is convoluted with thoughts that are not in service to us. It's so interesting that we have this thing called an ego. Mm, love my ego. And I do love my ego. I may not have sounded like I love my ego, but up until I was ready, my ego was what was keeping me safe and it was protecting me, meaning that I had a really hard childhood. I've had some really shitty things happen to me. And so my ego 
created all of these ways to keep me safe. So how can we not love something that was protecting us and making sure that we were not going to find ourselves in the same situations again and truly had enough love to say, like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't let's keep ourselves small. Let's keep ourselves safe. And for that, there's gratitude and there's love. But there comes a point when you realize that the thoughts that you're creating through ego are actually preventing you from rising into a collective energy of support, love, kindness, compassion, guidance, teaching, honoring your stardust, reaching more, uh, creating and amplifying that which you were placed in your physical body in the first place to do. That was like all in one breath. So I'm going to take a breath here. And so what I'm saying about that is that we oftentimes get into a cycle of creating thoughts that aren't real. And those are ego thoughts. Those are thoughts that are not serving us. So before we even begin a project or begin to put something out into the world, we we will have the thought of, ooh, what if nobody sees it? What if nobody receives it? What if it's not good enough? What if it's um, not something that somebody wants? What if it's, you know what I mean? And all those thoughts are in preparation of something bad happening. And that's, that's the protection that I'm talking about that the ego wants to, to bring to us so that, you know, we're not putting ourselves in harm's way. And so there's gratitude and there's love in that. But the piece of the puzzle is the awareness or the understanding or the knowing that in order to manifest change or have something different occur in our reality, that doing the thing and seeing maybe it is safe, maybe it's going to be all right. What if it is? What if something amazing happens is an alternate way of thinking. And it's not one that we grow up receiving or understanding. And so it's a shift in perspective. It's a shift in perspective. Listening to, you know, the voice of what has always kept us from harm's way that we've created within ourselves to protect from any external harm or worry or fear. Or do we shift our thoughts into the understanding and the knowing that when we're tapping into a source far greater than us, whatever messages that we are receiving are of our highest good, period, exclamation mark. And let me give you an example of that. In February 2017, when I was leaving my bathroom after blow drying my hair, I had been in spirit communication for less than a year. And I received the information that just simply as I was leaving the bathroom, spirit came in and was like, you can read chakras. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, literally, I was like, where did that come from? That voice came from somewhere. It comes from behind, um, almost like in my own voice. And I was like, what do you mean I can read chakras? And they're like, you can read chakras. And I was like, I think you have the wrong human. I don't know anything about chakras. And the next thing I heard was, we will guide you. And I'm sharing this story because the third eye is about trust. It's about trust. And so receiving a message from spirit and then taking action on it is trusting that the message was for you, first and foremost, that you're fully capable and ready to honor whatever that receive is, and that you can step up more fully in your service and your stardust to be the person or the human that creates whatever it is that you were placed on this earth to create. So in my discomfort, I was like, you'll guide me. Oh my God, what do I, I literally did not know the colors, the shapes, the symbols, nothing, nothing. But I went to my little Facebook page and I was like, apparently I can read chakras. Will anyone let me practice on them? Because I was so in the knowing that when spirit was talking to me, that was what I listened to. And I started to receive almost like a full lesson in chakras by the one teacher who could teach me exactly what I needed to know. And that was 
you know, spirit. It was God. It was creator. And so without having any previous knowledge, I began to do these practice sessions with people, sharing energy, started to notice after hundreds of readings that there were very specific patterns that evolved in each of the floors of the energetic body. And this became my business. This has been my practice for the last over three years. And so it was so interesting to think that I had to be open to receive. So my ego had to have been silenced enough for me to receive the message in the first place from spirit. I had to trust that message fully, know that I was ready for something like that, even though that I, I didn't, I did not, I, if I was left on my own, I would think I would not have said yes to that um, and take an action on that receive. And in a way, I call this a spiritual launch, like receiving into your third eye a message um, from divine source creator and then taking action on it. I'm like, oh, that's a spiritual launch. That's not like having all the pieces. That's a little messy. It's a little provocative in the sense that you may not have anything. But when you receive it, you're like, well, I guess now's the time. Even if I don't feel that I have any of the equipment or I have anything ready, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And that's kind of been my own, my own practice is just is trusting whatever I receive and taking action on it since then, which has led to a great success. But we have to remember that there's three parts to this trusting, three parts to trusting. One is trusting spirit, obviously. We gotta like receive the messaging, not question it, not get into what I call the dryer, where you're like rolling whatever the message is around and around in your third eye, going like tumble drying it to see if it fits or it's right or it's this, right? Um, so we have to trust spirit fully. We have to trust ourselves. That's that I'm ready. I can do this. This is for me. This is what my stardust is. This is my service. And then we need to trust others. And so this is a big one in terms of allowing people in. So one of the things, and I'll talk about this next week in Crown Week, that I used to say is, please bring me only the people I'm here to serve today. And this works in Third Eye as well, but please only bring me the people that I'm here to serve today so that I knew fully well that I wasn't going to get somebody who didn't believe what I was offering out into the world, that I felt safe, that I could, you know, trust that any interaction that I was having, no matter what the outcome was, was of my highest good, that there was an exchange that was meant to be had between me and anyone I was coming in contact with that would be in service to both of us. And so that was a really neat experience and experiment, if you will, which was just, you know, trusting myself, trusting God and trusting others, anyone that was coming to me, that this this relationship experience of full trust meant that I could feel, and these are the three practices of the third eye, that everything was going to be okay that nothing bad could happen and all my needs were met. Those are the three standard like yeses to a third eye being in alignment because when our third eye is not in alignment and this is what fear does, fear creates a plethora of thoughts about what has not occurred yet. And now here's where I wanna talk about how our third eye is being affected right now in the world with COVID-19. So fear is a little bit like bunnies that are doing it because once you get one taste of a fear, it will multiply again and again and again like jackrabbits having sex. Like, whoa, look at all the babies. They're just like, (laughs) fear loves that. Fear loves to get one sniff that it can take hold of your thoughts and away it goes. It's gonna create things that haven't occurred yet which will stall you, paralyze you, stop you from taking action or even allowing yourself to experience the growth and expansion that's available to you. 
And so we are being bombarded right now with how things are going to be different, how we're never going to be able to get, you know, around our friends and family in the same way, that there is no normal, that there's there's like all of this literature and media and fear-based information that's coming in that is like the ego and our third eye is just like, ooh, if I attach to this, I can then create a whole bunch of non-reality, a whole bunch of illusion of fear that says, I need to be worried. I need to be concerned. I need to, you know, um, stop this, do this, and, and, and however it's manifesting for you. And I'm not saying that what isn't happening in the world today isn't a big deal because it is. It's absolutely a big deal. And there is going to be a lot of shifting happening as a collective energy, as a population, as, you know, human beings and our connection to ourself and our connection to what is possible is going to shift and change. But it's almost for me like we're standing on the edge of a of a ledge right? And we have this, like, if you can imagine whether you're looking at the line in the road, the middle line in the road, or you're standing on a fence, or you're standing on a beam, whatever it is, and we're swaying. We're swaying on this, like the breeze is coming, and we're trying to keep our footing. But we can fall one of two ways right now. We can fall into trusting the universe even more, that it knows what it's doing to support us as a human race, and that we just need to like lean into what this means for us individually, for the collective. Or we can kind of fall over into the mass fear, the mass collective Uh, thoughts of this is not for me. Nothing is ever going to be the same. I don't feel stable. I'm like worried and concerned constantly because worry is one of the distractions of the third eye. Worry is one of the resistances that comes up. If you're worrying, you're not in alignment in your third eye. And actually the truest of the resistances in the third eye is the fact that if your thoughts are going so fast, so often, and you can't slow them down, right? What happens is you'll need to shut down. Literally, your brain will need a reset, like the Staples Easy button. You may want to go and, you know, lay down for a minute. You can't keep your eyes open. You can't concentrate. You can't focus because your brain is going so often and so much. Like, it's just go, 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 go. And eventually, it's like, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to go rest. You need to do something, right? And that is the most important thing that you can do. Literally, if your brain is in overdrive, close your eyes, focus on your breath for just a few minutes. And it's important that you close your eyes. This is not meditation. I'm not trying to force anyone into meditation here, but you want to close your eyes so that you prevent more stimulation from getting to your brain. So when your eyes are open, you're taking in colors, you're taking in the sights, you're taking in so much information that just simply by closing your eyes, you're slowing the process of information to your brain and you'll be able to focus more fully on resetting your thought process. And if you focus on your breathing, it just distracts you from thinking about whatever you were thinking about. So it's kind of like, you know, getting a little ticket to how to get out of your mind racing. And if you want a third step, I got this from The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Say to yourself, if you really want to stop your brain from thinking, say, what am I going to think next? And your brain will stop because it'll be like, what? Like, yeah, what am I going to think next? And even if you did those three things, close your eyes, focus on your breath, and then say, what am I going to think next? Just to get that like 
jolt of like pardon from your from your third eye. Those are quick resets that you can do anytime throughout the day, as many times as you want, just to start to get a handle on when the jackrabbit fear thoughts are multiplying and you want to get to a place of bringing it back to having your own capacity to receive your information. That would be the best way to do it. Um, But this is an important one because, again, when we can tap in and realize that, you know, we have Voxer now, which or we have all of these apps that allow us to speak directly to each other across the world instantaneously. That's what your third eye is to spirit. Your third eye is your full access pass to communication with spirit. And so when you get out of the fear-based thoughts of the ego and you're able to slow your mind down and get to a place of understanding and trusting yourself God creator and other people, knowing that everything's going to be okay, knowing that nothing bad can happen, even in amongst what's happening in the world and knowing that your needs are going to be met no matter what, in that peace, in that peace of mind, that's when you are in alignment in your third eye, which is very, very powerful. And so that's a little tidbit, that's a little info on that there third eye, which is the sixth energetic floor of your energy body and i'm excited to share next week the last one if you're looking for a group of spirit-minded entrepreneurs who are doing incredible things in the world and you're ready to align yourself with people who are working in these levels of energy hop on over to the facebook group rebel unicorns i'll put the link in the comments And, you know, there's two questions that you just ask, answer anything, even if it's I don't know, and come on in and join a collective energy that is here to support in the work of clearing out your energetic body to be in the highest vibrational frequency that you can be. And always remember that you can email me at Tamara at TamaraArnold.ca with any questions that you may have. I look forward to next week as we complete the chakra series during COVID-19. Talk to you then.